right, here we are. So I wrote a bunch of stuff down on a sticky note, and I have a feeling there's more than that I want to talk about than what's written on the sticky note, <clears throat> but I know that once I finish right talking about the <clears throat> things on the sticky note, I will say I'm all done and I'll forget to talk you about the what? things. I'll lie to you. I need to watch the trailer one more time. Nope, that's a kill count. That's not what I want. There's Why a kill count for Candyman? Thing? Yeah. I get like five. There's like, yeah, there's like four, <laughs> like four maybe. Four or five, yeah. A little more bloody than I thought, but we'll talk about it later. Do you have it fresh on your palate now? Yeah, but like I had, I was, I was rewatching it a couple of times because I was like, almost like with wine, I wasn't necessarily getting some of the the tannins that I was supposed to be thinking I was getting. Oh, okay. And I was like, let me play it again. Then, uh-huh. Is that is that what it is? is that what? And then now, now I was in a aha moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about this one. Well, first and foremost, I will say hi. Welcome to Movie Trailer Trash or Treasure. My name is Brittany. And I'm Manny. Just, just Manny. Manny. This, this week, just Manny. Just Manny. This is our first episode for this podcast that we're doing with a movie that we had not seen before we started analyzing the trailer. So we were analyzing the trailer, watching it, discussing a little bit um, before we had even seen the movie. But yeah. I will preface that by saying we did watch the new one that's coming out. Oh, you, you're going to flex that a little bit. Is it okay to say that? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay, so we, Manny got the, what do you call it, screener? Yes, we got, a, <laughs> and, we got an early screening. Because Manny's fancy like that. He does all, the, he's a journalist and does all that fancy press stuff. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> it's what I do. Uh, so we were able to watch the new Candyman movie first. So we went in, I went into this thinking that, hey... I think I have an idea of what to expect. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it's interesting because now I want to go. I was, I was telling you as we we're finishing it up, I want to go watch the, the new one again mm-hmm. because I feel like I, I missed a lot. Same here. Well, a lot of the lore, I think, makes more sense now. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing, too, which you might talk about it, so I don't want to steal the thunder, but there's sequels to this film. Yeah, but I don't think those sequels necessarily play a part in, in the new movie. If you If you really play, if you remember closely... It it uh, references a lot of the things that happened here with uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia's character, and and so I I think that that's that's really what they're sticking with is uh, the lore from the from the original film. And when I when I say Virginia, I actually mean the art the the actress Virginia Madsen who plays Helen Lyle mm-hmm. okay. in the film. Okay. Because uh, I, I understand that I could have been a very confused. <laughs> I was like, who's Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Oh, good. But yeah, so what is interesting is there's actually a line because the movie is, is, uh, is, it comes from 1992 in the early 90s. And it is directed by Bernard Rose, uh, writ- written by Clive Barker based on a, hmm. on a story called The Forbidden Love, hmm. which is actually a English story based on the social class of Liverpool specifically. Oh, but it was okay. but it was modified for Chicago mm-hmm. and, and this type this type of story, which I found really really interesting. So the reason I bring it up is because. Uh, there's there's one specific line in in the movie that stuck out to me that actually almost connected both movies. Uh, Candyman is is uh, with Helen, and he tells her in this just amazing, dense, 
dark, deep voice, which mm-hmm. I loved. He has I a almost, great voice. I almost turned up the the bass just so we could get a little bit more of it. I think we had it all the way turned up already. <laughs> uh, he says the pain. I assure you will be exquisite. Oh yeah. As for our deaths, there's nothing to fear. Our names will be written on a thousand walls. Our crimes told and retold by our faithful believers. Mm-hmm. We shall die together in front of the ver- their very eyes and give them something to be haunted by. Come with me and be immortal. And I think I find it. I don't know if you, you kind of get the sense that it's kind of also a theme in the second in the mm-hmm. it's almost it is a sequel uh, to this where the importance of Candyman is to be remembered yes and to continue on uh-huh uh, and i don't think i want to talk any more about specifically some of the things from the new film but this line in particular stuck out to me mm-hmm. and i think there was another one also where where he was saying that without his lore he's nothing mm-hmm. and because of that i need to shed innocent mm-hmm. blood a- and so without knowing i think they, they did a really good job at setting up what is now i think going to be a, a fairly well-received film yeah, especially I'm thinking as you're saying those things, I'm thinking about the people that went to the theater to watch the first film and how they might feel about this next film. I, yeah, th- or this, this is remake true. in a way. It's it's weird because it's a remake, but it's also it's a continuation. Right. Yeah. I, I think also uh, when it comes to lore, every generation has their own interpretation. Yes, of it. that's the way to say it. Yeah. And, and so that's why we have like Halloween movies, mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th. I mean, you're a horror buff. You tell me you, you've, you've seen Freddy Cougar movies throughout the years. You've seen Jason mm-hmm. movies and how they evolve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, little plug real fast. We're doing Halloween, the whole series for our next uh, series on uh, franchise frenzy, the ooh, podcast. So that, that was going to be deep. <laughs> that's Lo- lots of gore. You're going to need a lot of time to, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's starting mid-october so just a few weeks yeah so so yeah and and so i am now watching both films very excited for people to get the new one mm-hmm. because it's a continuation of that lore mm-hmm. and, and now they, they you get to enjoy it for the 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 character serves its purpose yeah and like it's kind of the character and its history right and it's, it's legend mm-hmm. right it's yeah so to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying i I'm not one to go back and watch the old movies usually. I stay with what's current because there's so much to watch right. and the list keeps growing as we were talking about earlier. But this was a movie that got me excited to go and watch some more early 90s or just <laughs> 90s horror films because it was, I mean, I don't want to rant about it for too long, but it, like, it was it was so good. I just liked it. I personally really enjoyed the style of storytelling. So Yeah, lots of, lots of practical effects. Lots of uh, lots of creative thinking, lots of original ideas back then, mm-hmm. and and so you you don't get a lot of what you get now, which is Don't Breathe Two, <laughs> uh, Candyman a sequel, Halloween, which we've seen it a billion times. Uh-huh. There's nothing wrong with it, but a lot of those early '90s movies have very original ideas. Yeah, and which usually there's a book maybe or just just straight up oh, original. Oh yeah, and I think going off of like what you said about having there being a book is that when you read the book, you're more invested in the storyline. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we'll learn more about this moving forward and doing more sh- movies. But did you feel more invested in this movie after watching the trailer so many times than you would have if you hadn't watched the trailer so many times? Um. The, tr- the trailer's pretty dated, and it's 100% of its time. And with that, I will say a big shout-out and rest in peace to Don LaFontaine 
for his amazing voice for years and years mm. of In the World. Where oh, blah, blah, blah. What's his name? Say his name. Don again. LaFontaine. LaFontaine. Yeah. So he's the tra- movie trailer voice? He's the movie trailer really? voice. Really? Yeah. He, he passed away in 2008. But he, he gave us he gave us so many years of trailers. The and, scary voice. Yeah. And, and this yeah. is one of them. The Candyman trailer, which we're talking about today is is one of those trailers Aww. and uh it, it's it's an iconic voice that uh I, I guess you know newer generations will never know about no. but for those of us who were raised in the 90s i was a big part of getting to know the movies that were coming out and his voice when i hear his voice i think of scream and i don't oh, really? know if that's correct <laughs> or not i don't know if he had anything to do with scream but like that's the voice that i imagine like that t- style i mm-hmm. guess would be more proper to say yeah, that's yeah. No, I, 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 I'm gonna have to go check some out, see what else he did. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, it happened. It was so long ago. Um, as far as Candyman goes, though, yes. uh, not not too many people went to go see it in theater. It, Ninety two. Um, we're talking about uh, on an about an eight nine million dollar budget. Uh, we're talking twenty. In, hang on, did you say an eight million dollar budget for this movie? Yes. In ninety two. Yes. And this was by what TriStar Films. Yes, TriStar Films. Universal TriStar, yeah. Oh, it's Universal Tri- Okay. Mm-hmm. I that sounds like a lot of money in 92. Yeah. And 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 uh, we're talking to box office about 25.8 million domestic. It did not really do anything. Ooh, well, it didn't double. It did about 3,000 internationally, but they didn't they did not sell it out anywhere yeah. else at the time. I can imagine it. I mean, after watching the film and seeing the elements of gore and nudity in it, I'm kind of like, oh, mm." it's rated R, right? Right. Of course. Yeah. So that was, I mean, the R rating probably, what what year? Do you know what year the R rating came out? I don't. It's I think it's well okay. before ninety two because there's eight so? movies in the eighties, RoboCops rated oh, R. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, and, you're right. and other films like that. So it, it's it's been there for a while. It, it, this was released on October sixteenth, nineteen ninety two, just in time for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, as as some of these movies should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it it didn't it didn't do. I mean, it's ninety two. Mm-hmm. What do I know? I was four. <laughs> so. And I wasn't even an idea yet. Oh, I was uh, a hope. Probably you're a you're a hope, but not an idea. You're you're you're, you're in line. Yeah, <laughs> your, your soul was, was your soul was um, was getting training up there. <laughs> uh, it was in the in the on the roster. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. Jeez. Well, you've seen Soul, right? Yeah, like, yeah. The, your soul was up there getting training, finding its personality Aww, and its traits. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not not um not too. I, but you know the appreciation is there for the film uh on on rotten tomatoes uh for the 70 reviews that they has for them it's a 76 percent okay and this, mm-hmm. uh the audience score though not so high a 62 <gasps> percent that's so rare well yeah. that's something like you'd see for like midsomar or like for mm-hmm. the lighthouse where it just doesn't click with a lot of moviegoers so it gets a lower score I, imdb has it at a 6.6 okay that so makes sense it, it does but yeah. i i have a feeling that with with the release of the new movie, there is going to be a new appreciation for the old one. I hope so. Because because it's a continuation and because because of the connection of the mythos and now connecting it to 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's a bigger deal. Yeah. I mean, it is the only African-American mm-hmm. slasher character, really, to, to, be, to be part of that mythology with some of the other big-time names, Freddy Krueger, Chucky, 
Oh, you know, candy man. You know, but it's 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 candy man. Yeah. yeah. And I will say this uh, in case you, those that are listening haven't picked up on it already. If you're hoping to watch the Candyman movie and not know everything, I suggest not listening to the rest of this episode. We'll catch you on the next one for the ninety-two one. Yes. I. Mm. Are you you're going to you're going to be talking about the new one as well? Um. I mean, I feel I feel like. I'm talking about the same movie sometimes when I'm talking about certain aspects of it. Okay. Like well, I know they're different. Themes, yeah. Mm-hmm. The plot's the same though. Sorry. The plot's similar. Yes. Yeah. Be- because I, th- I think it's different enough where, uh, you, actually I think going into the new one, you kind of want to know what Helen's story was because, yeah. uh, there's a, there's a very, there's a, there's a key figure there. Mm. I think that's where I want to leave that at. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, and I'll, I'll say, if you don't want to hear a, a possible spoiler, maybe jump forward 30 seconds. But I feel like if these were on like those cellophane th- sheets that you put on a projector and they project on the wall uh-huh. and you had the plot line written on them, I feel like you lay them on top of each other and it'd be the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I see. I Different see the characters. Same, I see the same journey. Definitely. With Helen and with uh, Tony, mm-hmm. Anthony in this case where they go on a journey to of discovery mm-hmm. and then end up discovering more than they want yes to. and then also just yeah yeah and i'll, I'll say it i'll say it now because i want I, I i need it to be known i like the older one much more than i like the new one the old i have a big appreciation for the old one I like the new one. Fine the new one's too. great. Yeah, it there's, is good. There's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with them, but I, I no. it lays the foundation right for the for the new yeah. one. So I, I maybe it's that. because of the order that I watched them in. It could be because I feel like this older one just puts so many things in line for me, and I'm like, oh, now I get it. When I watched the newer one first, there was a lot of things where I was like, wait, what, what? Right? How did that? I I, I, I will say I appreciate uh, the new one is the way Candyman the actual figures depicted in the new one mm-hmm. i have a whole lot more fun with it oh yeah rather than than the way that uh he is depicted in the original granted a lot of the th- most of the things that they do in the on the 92 one being 92 mm-hmm. is practical yes including the bees by the way mm. the bees were all bred yeah. specifically for this film what mm-hmm. see what i was pay- i didn't know anything about it but i knew there was bees so i was excited to like let's see these bees and when I saw them, I was like, oh, yeah, it is all practical. Like, yeah. it was beautifully done. Because Virginia Madsen is allergic to bees. <gasps> no. Yes. How did that happen then? Uh, the director pretty much says, we'll have paramedics on standby. And mm. uh, do you still want to do it? And she said, yes. So the, the way it worked was they bred bees. Well, for, for everyone, actually. Mm-hmm. And the bees that were actually used for her were younger bees that didn't necessarily fly too well or sting very, very much. Yeah, not as aggressive. Yes. And then the ones that they were using for, uh, for the actor for, uh, for, yeah, for Tony Todd, uh, were a little bit more mature, but, but not likely to sk- uh, sting. And they were all the, the bees supposedly were treated very, very well because mm-hmm. they have these, these like vacuums that safely mm-hmm. vacuum them ba- back up. And it's like they, like they, cor- they corral them. In. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, but he did have in his contract, every time he got stung, he's going to get $1,000. There you go. He got stung 23 That's times. a simple way, though, to make yeah. it. She's like, hey, yeah, of course, just make sure I get something out of this. 
Yeah, he got stung 23 times. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's a nice little paycheck right I'd there. I'd say, you know what? Go ahead, let that. I'd be antagonizing bees if I knew I was going to get a thousand dollars for a mm-hmm. bee sting. <laughs> that that would that would be so much more a fun way to. Well, actually, no, it's kind of. If you're not allergic, I guess. Would you would you be antagonizing bees in that case? A thousand dollars money. A thousand dollars for bee sting. That depends. If it's at the beginning of summer and I can recover before going back to teaching, possibly. I've oh. never been stung by a bee before, though. I've been stung a couple of times. Okay. So when I was a kid, I used to be very afraid of bees because my dad's allergic to bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not allergic to bees. so. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not either. And I'm happy about uh, it. So it's, yeah. uh, it's not, not the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, real quick, I just want to say mm-hmm. Virginia Madsen. That's who plays yeah. Helen Lyle, right? I am just, I, I enjoyed her acting because I didn't notice her acting. Oh, okay. I'll just say it. And it makes me want to go and watch more work for her because her face was familiar. Of course, I see her face now and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's someone that's famous. However, I don't know any of her work. And it makes me want to go and watch something else that she's done just to kind of see if that's someone that I should be appreciating a little bit more. Well, I recently appreciated her because she was one of the stars in DC Swamp Thing, which got uh, canceled before it it became anything and it was a very it was done very very well taking me all these roller coaster rides like oh well yeah she plays a a key character maria sunderland and i mean there's so much stuff going on that it just just didn't make it unfortunately and it was it was doing very it was critic it was being liked critically so Mm -hmm. um other than that she this is this is the movie that she's most known for and she says that she's it's the she's mostly recognized for her Being role in Candyman. Candy and I can see why. And I'll talk about that when we look mm-hmm. at the trailer. So uh, Tony Todd was actually almost n- a not Candyman. The person who was considered first for the role is Eddie Murphy. Oh, no. Did you imagine? <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That would be so. Oh, no. Do you know what that? Do you know what the difference was? Well, half it? a foot. So the height. Yeah, Tony Todd was half a foot taller than he was. So they decided Definitely. to go that direction. Oh my God, the one scene where the camera's spinning around them and he's kind of like captivating her towards the end. It's like, it's weird. Sorry, I'm getting into analysis with the movie now, but it's like a romantic, hypnotizing moment. It's just weird. And you, and you hit the nail right on the head because uh, the director mm. has all, often called it a, a romance more than a horror pick. Really? Yeah, the the ro- the romance uh, between y- you know you and death and immortality and, and things, curiosity, and curi- yeah, things like mm. that. So he actually uh, Bernard Rose sees it sees the character more as a romantic than he does uh, as a as a killer as as you know that that kind of well, yeah. he is still, but uh, but as one of his qualities and with some of the lines i mean i shared with you when that you that we heard during the film he doesn't talk like a killer mm-hmm. he's a, he's a lot more seductive and and yeah he's a lot more interesting i uh-huh. think in that aspect and focused on her mm-hmm. yeah and, and not just what he gets out of it right but yeah. but in those sentences you also understand what he's going to get yeah of, oh my gosh continuation it, of life now that seduction scene with the bees me mm-hmm. like it's just like oh yeah that's why yeah. okay like who wants to go to make out with be- a mouthful of bees like he didn't <laughs> no yeah so I, I thought i thought that that was that was interesting and then i also felt that it was it was kind of uh something that was I'm not. I you know what. I'm not going to do it. I was going to continue to talk about the new movie, and that's it's not. That's not what we're here for. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Uh, so, 
uh, it, it was it was interesting to to see that that you picked up on it because I did and I was, and and I liked that it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't just your typical Jason who's coming after you your typical Michael Myers coming with the knife no he has a different way style that he's that he's coming at you and it's for a reason not just for the yes. for the fun of gore it's and for life essentially yes the complexity of emotions mm-hmm. that people typically feel i love movies that confuse you about how you should be feeling mm-hmm. because it makes me more i don't want to say on edge but it and or invested necessarily it's just i'm more interested because I'm feeling certain ways and it's, I don't know if it's right. <laughs> I'm questioning it. <laughs> yeah. The, along co- the complexity way. of characters, yeah. uh, villains versus, versus heroes and, and the, the gray line sometimes that they, that they walk on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think we don't necessarily need too many more facts or anything about the film. Uh, oh, so here's a fun one because you're a Sandra Bullock fan. I love Sandra Bullock. She was the backup choice if Virginia Madsen wasn't oh, able to do it. I'm so happy she did it. <laughs> Sandra Bullock, I love. She can play a lot of roles. She, but all of her roles are her in my mind. Like she is Miss Congeniality. She is the lady from The Proposal. She is uh, the one from Blindside. Like she's oh, all those yeah. people mm-hmm. in one. She plays herself, but she can do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So I know some people say like, oh, but I see that actor. Like I see Will Smith before I see any character that he plays. True. I, I agree with you. 100%. And But with Sandra Bullock, I see her when she plays every character that she plays. But sh- I feel like I see all of her characters within her. I can't say the same thing about Will Smith. So so I agree with you. And But it's sometimes hard to go back and look at who could have, would have, should have. Yeah. Because like, for example, Tony's so iconic as his role. Mm-hmm that he's like nah that, that's not that would never work so so i thought that it was um but it was interesting it would it's an interesting thought of a choice but she at the time she wasn't very well known well that's what i was i was gonna look it up really quick because like what was she in before 92 oh she, uh, she she was she wasn't actually she, she was <laughs> relatively unknown actress at could that you point. imagine if that was her first film i just wonder how that would have that would have set the tone for her career in a way yeah maybe differently Wow, a lot differently I, I wonder and then you know the last thing i'll mention you are a big buff of murder podcasts i am and and they give a lot of credit to uh when they were researching the film a series of murders that had been committed in chicago through medicine cabinets yeah. through those holes which you mentioned to me during I the did. film yeah when you were watching the film earlier today i was like oh we talk they talk about that on my podcast and, Sh- and shout out to my favorite murder <laughs> and the thing i was like that's real mm, yeah that's insane so in older apartment buildings you could take off your mirror so people detect it from feeling a breeze like uh-huh. a temperature change in their bathroom and it's because you can actually take it off and or go behind your medicine cabinet and access the next door that is apartment. nuts mm-hmm. absolutely bonkers it still exists today <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to give you credit because you had mentioned that, and it's something that they used it was based off of a series of murders that were actually happening. Yeah, because who knows what's on the other side of that world? That's so nice. satisfying. Thanks for not spilling the beans earlier. That's really <laughs> cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was yeah. I got excited when I saw it in the trailer. I was wondering if it was going to go down that path, and since it did, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, let's go. Let's talk about the trailer. Okay. So before I talk into the nit about the nitty gritty stuff of the trailer, I will read the synopsis that I wrote after only you having watched the trailer. So based on what the trailer told me, this is what I thought the film was going to be about. 
Ready? Yep. Okay. People are testing the legend of Candyman by saying his name in a mirror, and they are experiencing consequences for those choices. One woman begins a pursuit to learn and understand the lore better after her experiences with testing it, which puts her in situations that are um, situations that cause her to meet new people and are very intense. The woman ends up in interactions with the man that is the legend. Though these experiences have her leave her captivated, they lead to her arrest and put her, her in a mental institution that she later breaks out of. And that's what I wrote for my synopsis. Would you agree with that based on what you saw in the trailer? Sorry for the pause. I thought there was a little bit more. <laughs> no, that's it. Because that's where the... Tra- well, okay. That's where the trailer ends and then it starts to get flashy. Yes. Yeah, a lot more flashier than, mm-hmm. than it was in the beginning. I, I know. I agree with you. That's, uh, that, that's basically what we get in the trailer. Okay. And uh, go ahead. No, you're not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, okay. I will say that the one thing I really appreciated about the trailer is their choice of of really keeping keeping the Candyman character out of it uh, for the most part. They they still show them they still show them a couple times, but it's a, it's a silhouette. Maybe it's one face shot. But what they use instead is kind of what they used also in the new trailer for the new Candyman is they used imagery mm-hmm. like the graffiti and especially that one um the one doorway that has the mouth yeah the art yeah the art yes. that just kept happening and happening and happening even even towards the very end when they're doing the lettering again mm-hmm. there it is again with the flashing and the Candyman yes. and whatever um so yeah it, it I I like the. Tra- I I think the reason why I like the trailer is because it's the first nostalgic one I've seen with, with that classic in in the world guy voice, mm-hmm. and so it took me back. Yeah, and, yeah. And and hearing him narrate the whole thing was 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 nice. Oh, absolutely. It was like it's like it was familiar. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I want to highlight what you said about the artwork that's you were saying that keeps flashing so mm-hmm. uh we learned that this character is a journalist or a, a teacher that's doing like a study thesis. a mm-hmm. thesis project and so she's going to kind of try and learn about this lore and find the truth in it so the artwork is actually shown seven different times in the trailer wow okay yeah and it's flashed and there's moments where we see it lasting longer or shorter but I, the way that it's edited in and I don't know if you appreciate this or not, because we've talked about past trailers that do the flash technique mm-hmm. and how we feel about that. And uh, before we talk about it in this film, I'll talk about it in Lord of the Rings really quick, is that when you and I saw the flashes in the Lord of the Rings trailer, we knew what the flashes were, so it added a lot of value to the trailer. Or or devalued, too. Yes, mm-hmm. because you're like, okay, yeah. That's, yeah. So mm-hmm. this one, we didn't see the movie... But we saw all these flashes, and I'm curious what you think about it, but the flashes didn't hold any value to me, and they were overwhelming, and it seemed like information, like I was like, okay, yeah, so what? The, the, way, I saw, the way I saw it was a placeholder for the figure itself. Mm-hmm. Instead, of showing, instead of showing you the actual actor, the actual candy man, let's, mm-hmm. let's, give, you, let's give you a animated version of him. So you can start playing around with it in your mm-hmm, head mm-hmm. and not already know what the character looks like. Okay. Okay. So that's the, the artwork element. Right. The artwork Seeing element. the face mm-hmm. of the Candyman. So how did you feel about when we saw like the flash of the brick wall to the bathroom, the flash of the hook coming out of the mirror, the flash of the pots of rop, pops of, pops of ropsy, um, of her 
getting into a car, of her stabbing something. Um, what else was another one? Um, the bonfire getting the bonfire getting lit, like those because it was quick flashes, mm-hmm. like half second things with some of them. Did you find those valuable in when you were watching the trailer before watching the movie? Nope, actually I didn't. Okay, neither did I. <laughs> and here's the thing, because I'm I know we just watched the trailer again right now. Is that when I went back and watched the trailer? even as I was kind of like clicking through the trailer as you're watching the movie, I was seeing so many more things like the flashback of the baby in the Mm -hmm. bed and the flashback, like the paparazzi moment had more meaning and the interrogation room had more meaning. And the, the trailer meant a lot more after seeing the movie. Yeah. And that's kind of the opposite of what a trailer should be doing. Uh, I I think the trailer was a little information overload, Mm -hmm. especially when you have a narrator yeah if you have it na- tells you yeah. what to think yeah if you have yeah. a narrator you don't necessarily need all that and and especially with all those image images out of context i i, I think um, that it yeah. was a bit much yeah mm-hmm. and I, i'm excited to hear our score when it because i'm sure that's going to affect the scores that we give it for both production and for um revealing right um so i want to read to you what the voice says okay uh, and it's interesting because there is a part of the trailer where it sounds like it's the voice still, but it's actually a character in the film that's saying it. So what the voice says is, in cities everywhere, they whisper his name. It's just a story, just a ghost story. <laughs> uh, everyone knows he isn't real. Everyone, everyone except Helen Lyle. Now she's about to discover what's behind the mystery, what's behind the legend, and most terrifying of of all what's behind the mirror Candyman, you don't have to believe just beware <laughs> it's i love it so much it's, it's good but it's also a little misleading because uh, correct me if i'm wrong okay uh, i don't think she's necessarily sold on the lore i think she's just trying to get her, her thesis really is really just on the legend aspect mm-hmm. of it and and her husband's teaching a class also about about a similar topic mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm not I'm not convinced that until she actually ha- starts to have that the supernatural occurrences, which I actually even believe is after her first encounter, then I I don't think she necessarily believes in him. No, I neither. think I think she sees it as a as a folklore. Yeah, as a you know something you know this neighborhood put together. And that it's an actual person. Yeah, almost like she's trying to debunk it. She's going into it with like Uh finding out the information and she's prepared for it to not hold any Mm -hmm. weight. Just learning about the culture and the folklore and not actually anticipating that she's going to experience it. Yeah. And I would say when she says Candyman in the film, how far are we in the film when she says that? Not too far in. Uh, 15 minutes into the film, Mm -hmm. they say it. And I don't think it was until after she gets mugged that she starts to actually believe any of it when she gets okay yeah i mean well well she has a she has a nightmare soon after they say it and i think maybe she's rattled by it a little bit but i mean i I feel like it's the same way after we watch like insidious Mm -hmm. where it's like we know nothing's wrong but we're just like and just to put into context she doesn't get mugged until about 50 minutes into the film 50? Five zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. So about 40 minutes later in the film is when we start to see her questioning. Well, that's when she's in custody. Okay. The first yeah, time. Yeah, because we don't, because we get our first, like, as I asked you this, we get our first actual view of the actual 
Candyman. Candyman, about 45 minutes. Yes. And so this is a few minutes after that encounter then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So she she interacts with him. They have a somewhat like conversation where she gets somewhat hypnotized. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that happens 45 minutes into the film. Mm-hmm. And that is shown in the trailer. Um, do you have anything you want to say before I get into the little nitty gritty things? Uh, no, I, th- I think uh, being distracted by this cat running around behind me has been <laughs> interesting the past three minutes. Our cat just got the zooming, <laughs> so she's running everywhere in the room right now. Okay, so the whole film is pretty much equally represented in this film. Uh, when looking at, I, I s- documented a little bit over 60 different shots from the film, and I was just kind of paying attention to what was said and what was seen and figuring out where they are in the film. And we don't go for more than eight minutes in the film without seeing something from the trailer. Jesus Christ, we didn't go to think a minute. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> Manny has to deal with me pausing it and rewinding it and pausing it and rewinding it when I see something because it's, it's, there's some, it, it's special. I think it was like first <laughs> shot, second shot. Yeah, third there was shot. a lot at the beginning. Just, which which I think I told you, I was like, if just from the beginning of the film, I, and it's in the trailer, you know what? Hey, then it's going to set us up right. Yeah. So our first clip was actually four minutes into, into the film, and you have to take into consideration the beginning, like producer. Right production film those kinds of things distributors and then our last thing was shown i think at a minute sorry one hour and 34 minutes the film was an hour and 38 minutes long yeah okay and the longest time that we go without seeing something is eight minutes yeah and that last thing we see about it is the reason why this is going to get a lower score and I don't know if I can, I don't know if I really want to talk about it because it does ruin the movie. Oh, see, I don't know what you're talking about yet. Exactly. So hold on exactly. to it. Yeah. Hold on to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I already mentioned that we see that artwork probably shown seven different times. And I personal opinion, I think it's used as a really nice um, continuity kind of transition thing where they mm. tie in the, her taking her photographs with the flash with the camera, the art. And oh, right. the, the artwork that we see and i just i th- thought it was this was an instance where i felt like it served a purpose mm-hmm. and it was done tastefully uh so i already read what the movie man says there's a couple of lines that are different uh in the trailer than are in the film so like in the trailer it says he was attacked mutilated and burned to death uh the legend first appeared in 1819 i said those out of order uh but those are in the film but there's more description in the film okay uh but those that's like the simplified summarized version of it i would say and then another instance of that is oh wait there was one other one maybe not maybe there's not another one um but overall one artistic thing that you and i both noticed is that the trailer is has this kind of blue shadowy overlay to it that is different than what we see in the film right because uh it was it was a little strange to watch the film and see a lot of those scenes a little bit brighter yes more Uh, color right Mm -hmm. and so uh, i I guess to set the tone is necessary but i I noticed it especially as she's as they're in the uh the complex buildings because you notice the artwork a lot more yeah brighter the color is a little bit more vibrant so they obviously turned it down to to kind of you know get that get that kind of more horror aesthetic or whatever yeah. you want to call mm-hmm. it to make it more grungy mm-hmm. almost yeah i found the other line um in the trailer it's a, at the very beginning it's the girl that's in the looking in the bathroom mirror with her boy with her and she says have you ever heard of Candyman?" if you look in the mirror and you say his name five times and then it progresses of course um 
but she says those out of order and there's more lines in the film than what are in the trailer. So those are the only discrepancies that I found between the trailer and the film. I don't know. Yeah. And one thing too, like <laughs> when I was analyzing the trailer, I was like, how many times are they going to show this artwork? Like they're showing it over and over and over again. Right. Uh, but they show it over and over in the film. And then another thing too is there was some of the flashes in the trailer that I didn't see the value or like what they were until I had the context of the film. Like there was yeah. a flash of the baby and I didn't realize that was a flash of the baby until I watched the film and they kept showing the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, the, um, but other than that, like, yeah, that's it. That it's pretty sol- solid. The continuities. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if anything, you, you, you get more information than necessary, which is, I guess, better than getting less. Yeah. And, yeah. and it does, it, you know, it's Candyman. You gotta say his name five times and it'll show up. But yeah. I, I think that uh, it, it does a good job of getting you ready. I do think that <gasps> would. You, Go ahead. No, no. Well, oh, y- you do end up getting a, a little bit uh, a softer story. Mm-hmm. You know, with you, what you and I have talked about is, is more of the the um, the romantic figure than than a mm-hmm. than a just a, your basic Jason that, w- that we've mentioned. And, and then also um yeah definitely <laughs> yeah um and then uh and then and then kind of some some of the other char- uh, characters and, and what their roles are but the the movie really really focused on on helen and i and i think that that was that was pre- pretty smart yeah and i wanted you something you said made me think about how Candyman's depicted in the trailer in comparison to how he's depicted in the film and I will say that in the trailer, what we see of Candyman, we see his hook flash a couple of times mm-hmm. and like go through the mirror, of course. But the the uh, cl- the clips that we see, we see him in the parking garage, and then it clips to us seeing him when he's hypnotizing her. And I feel like it's an intense moment when the and it actually the trailer does have a few of the first words that they share, and it clips those first interactions straight it's clipped to make it look like it's all in the same scene right. or same moment in the film little do we know that they're actually 30 40 minutes apart from mm-hmm. each other um but i think that i was i really appreciated how those were clipped together because it showed us their first meeting and their hypnotizing falling in love almost her surrendering to him in a way without actually showing us the actual surrender that happens so with that in mind and going off of what you just said as well is that this film the the trailer is very innocent and soft and then you see the film and it's like gory and tragic and scary in comparison to the trailer i don't think gore was represented in the trailer at all now i'm now i'm thinking about it there's only really one instance i see and that's actually when uh they're in the psychiatrist room and you, you oh see him yeah you're right getting, uh but uh but other than that you're not you know what you're not wrong well, when i saw like the first bloody moments out in the film i was like oh, i was they were, not expecting they it. were quick they yeah. were real quick and and then uh yeah no you know what now that i'm looking at it again yeah they, there's not there's not a lot to say about about the gore and and whether it's going to be like a mystical takeover or something like that. Is it crime? Like is it right. is it more like a supernatural? Yeah. It's no. cool. It's it's interesting. And the more if I sat here and watched the trailer more and more, I'd probably have more to say about it. And I think <laughs> and I think that's right why right before we started, I I played it over and over and over yes. again. I was just like, "You know what? I 
And we both had it open Mm -hmm. while we were watching it, too. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Yeah, so it it does depict a very Helen-centric film, which is (gasps) exactly what we got. And I had another thought, and Mm -hmm. you probably are thinking the same thing, too, is that you know how when you're sorry, I keep going to Lord of the Rings. We're talking about Lord of the Rings. How we mentioned like we see, we don't see Sam. We don't see this person. We see, we want to see characters that we know are going to have a more significant yeah. role. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I liked is that in the trailer we see Bernadette. Yes. And we don't understand how significant her role is. We see the mom of the baby. We don't oh, know. Yeah. We see her husband. We don't know. Yeah, very, very vague, but but there are other mm-hmm. players in the in And the then film. when you and what's crazy for me when I went back and watched the trailer and I saw like the way that Bernadette was introduced and I was like, Oh yeah, this is hinting at the fact that something's like you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. it was it the trailer became more tasteful after I saw the movie. Yeah, and, and I think that's um that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> And and just because oh you're right a tra- a, yeah. the, the trailer is supposed to you know make us feel that way before the movie and get get us super hyped Th- this one I, I, it was it was a lot of information overload I mean we just mentioned that a few minutes ago that mm-hmm. you didn't really need you had you had a voice telling you already what's going on mm-hmm. you 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 showed us kind of a, a step by step journey of kind of what you were going to expect from uh helen yeah and then in between then we got to meet bernadette i think i like it though yeah i'm i'm very middle of the road oh i'm torn you know i don't like movie trailers yeah (laughs) but it's just like i think if you have to hint at something i'd rather it just be like a i don't know what you're hinting at i guess Mm mm-hmm but would i rather have that hint or not have anything at all is the question that we're asking Mm -hmm. okay in Lord of the Rings, we wanted the hint. Yeah, we, we we want a little bit more because that that mythos is so complicated. Yes. And and this right here is is it's a story, and and it's, I'm not saying it's there's not different things to it, but definitely a little bit easier to follow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not worried about the journey of all these characters, and that's going to take upon three movies. Mm-hmm. This is just the lore of one single entity. Candyman. Candyman. So let's go ahead and jump into some scores then, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, so we have three different categories for our scoring. We have production quality, which is overall. Does it look good? Does it sound good? Do we like it? Um, and then we get into looking at the film and how it compares to the film. So we're looking at the integrity of the film. Is this an accurate representation of the film? And then our final category is the revealing category, which is... How much is it telling us and how do we feel about that? Did I, you go first last time or did I go I, first? I think I went first last time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for a production quality, I was going between two numbers, but I feel like this trailer did something with purpose that the other trailer didn't do with purpose. So I'm going to give it a four. Um, I was going to give it a three because I was kind of like, oh, you know, meh, whatever. But the flashes served a purpose and they were actually congruent to what's happening in the film. So that's why I got a four from me. Okay. Well, being that I had not seen this movie before oh, yeah. and my f- introduction to the film was the trailer as intended, uh, I'm going to give it a four. Mm. It's, it's, uh, I think some of the flashes are unnecessary, but it, it does do the job. It does it well. It does something that I hate from gore <laughs> films. And I t- we talked about, I, I, don't, I don't know if I talked to you about it. Uh, oh, I did. The, the new Halloween trailer 
showed me way too many of the kills Mm -hmm. for 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 the movie where i'm going to watch it for that purpose i know i'm going to go for save it for the film yes this movie saved the reveals save the imagery of Candyman for the film and it gave me art it gave me you know flashes of moments and and Helen's character mm-hmm. not not necessarily in context of what's going mm-hmm. what's going on is just this is kind of what you're going to see from a, a, a somebody who is doing a thesis statement to she's nuts yeah and holding a knife uh-huh. yeah yeah at the end and <laughs> yeah. even even then like the significance of that in the film it's not that big of a deal in the film right which i appreciate mm-hmm. they weren't th- showing us the kill shots like right. you said yeah cool wow we gave him the same score Fancy. Was, yeah <laughs> all right so the next category is the integrity one I'm very curious what you're going to say. I'm going to let you go first for this Integrity. one. Integrity. What is yeah. uh, Give me a Is refresher. it an accurate representation of the film? Is it an... Yeah. It's definitely an accurate representation of the film. Uh, let's go ahead. Damn. Okay. Let's go <laughs> ahead and get... Let's, let's give it a five. Okay. I, I'll just say I'm right there with you. I'm so. not... I'm, I, I was not deceived at any point Mm-mm. by it. Mm-mm. It... it that's that's Candyman. That's the film we got. I, 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 you know, that's a nitpick thing I said earlier, where he said, uh, you know, she's the only one who believes it, whatnot. So, but that, that's uh, overall, that's the story I got. I, yeah. I, I, I w- there, there was no switch and bait. Mm-hmm. There's no happy feet moment. <laughs> so, I'm right there. I'm right there with you yeah. regarding all of that. It it showed us what we were in store for, and. And of course, I'm over here nerding out about the minutes and whatnot, but it was what it said it was going to be. There's nothing there that wasn't supposed to be there. There's nothing there that said that there was nothing missing that they said was going to be there. Um, yeah, very thorough, too. I, 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 of course, have an opinion about whether or not the, the last third of the movie should have very many moments in the trailer or not. Mm-hmm. But they did it, and I didn't know that they were doing it. Right. Yeah, which I liked. I, I think it also has to do with the fact that a lot of the movie takes place in similar areas. Ooh, so yeah. you're able to play around with that because there was not a lot of sets if you really think about mm-hmm. it. You were either in one place in her apartment in the in the old grungy apartment building mm-hmm. or even, but in there, there, yeah, there's some Those right are here the and there, main spot. The main spot. So you can take you could take from uh, different scenes and it still looks like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sweet. Okay, so the last category, which is the reveal category. Did they reveal not enough, just the right amount, or too much? Or here's the other thing is, did you want them to reveal what they revealed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead, yeah. I gave it a four um, because they they gave me, like, you know when you're going to go get some ice cream and you want to taste some before mm-hmm. you get your scoops? They were giving me the little taste tester things and... and Maybe like like not even a taste tester. They just let me smell it, and I wanted to taste test it a little bit more. I think this this is a bad metaphor, but <laughs> and then I got the scoops later on. But just the sizes of the little tastes that I got, I I don't know. And it's whether or not did I need to taste that? If I was going there for sorbet, why in the world did I taste the double chocolate <laughs> chip? You know, like it doesn't make yeah. sense. Um. So yeah, that that that's, I gave it a four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, so you're going to be surprised by this one. I gave it a two. Okay. There's a particular moment. Minute 56. Of the trailer? That was completely and utterly unnecessary 
And it is the finale of the film. I got to go look at it if now. You, if you need to go look at it, take some time. <laughs> take some time. If, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've probably obviously seen the movie. So, I mean, because we're covering the trailer and, and we're seeing the the relationship between the trailer, trailer and the movie. So, I don't, I don't feel like I don't even need a spoiler warning. But minute 56 is at the end of the film. And it's in the trailer. Uh, and when, when, I, when I saw it in the film... I, I was I was actually shocked because it's the end of the movie. It's it's the result of what happens to her post um, post Candyman, post. I don't fire. know why I'm not seeing it in my notes right now. It, it's uh, it should be in your notes because it, it was in the trailer, and yes. and it was and it was the very end of the film. I'll just jump to it real quick. So yeah, so if you yeah so right there, after that right there yeah watch. Oh, the blue. And then who did you see? Did you see what it was? You see, I didn't know who that was though. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell who that was. You could when it, I was watching the trailer. Oh, okay. It's it's pretty. It was it was super clear to me. It was. Yeah. Oh, for me it wasn't. Oh, all right. Yeah. Because because that's that's Helen. Postpartum. Do, do Postpartum. You, do, well, do you, well. Do you remember this? Uh, he's in the bathroom. He's locked. Yeah. His girlfriend's making angry dinner. Yeah, and he's a sad boy. He said, and he's it's Helen. Helen. He summons Helen like you would Helen. summon Candyman. Yeah. And and then and then she shows up, burned head and everything, and kills him. I thought it was just curly hair. And no, <laughs> no, we don't see that she kills him. Oh wait, I, when she, the girl opens the the girlfriend opens the door, he's dead, dead. No, in the trailer. No, not in the trailer. But I'm saying you 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 kind of see her. It, it's it's almost post mortem like. Like she's she's dead. I don't. I just don't appreciate seeing a, a very clear scene of something uh, from the finale. Okay. No. I I told. I think that's a little bit why I'm giving it a four. So why else? Do you have other reasons why? No, that was a big reason. This is just that it, alone. Yeah. So that that's a big moment in the film as far as what happens to her. Okay. And I didn't know that was her when I watched the trailer. Oh, okay. Then, well, yeah. That could be a reason why, yeah. Okay. But one, as soon as I saw it, like when we were watching the film, I went, "Oh." <laughs> okay. And and uh, I I did not like that as far as far as what a trailer should do. Mm-hmm. There's nothing from the last ten minutes of the film that have any business being in any trailer. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're being my little like guardian angel because you're like these are things that people should not see, and I'm over here like I didn't even know what it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, like I totally understand where you're coming from with that. I think I personally, because that's because that's the last image people are. That's the last image people see, mm-hmm. and you're waiting Man. for it. Image, her no hair, whatever. Because obviously, if you're watching the trailer for the first, you don't know what what's going on with their head. Yeah. Um. But that's that's the, that's your lasting image right there. It's kind of like when I was ta- when I was telling you being upset about the Shang Chi trailer. Mm-hmm. It's lore, 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 backstory, lasting abomination Mm -hmm. which has nothing to do with the film and what does everybody talk about is that granted this was not going to be the same case but instead of instead of maybe a one other silhouette of of the hook or a hook going through somebody or something Mm -hmm. or you know something that has that's candy man related it's 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 a helen in in a deceased state yes okay no i totally see where you're coming from with that and it makes me wonder like if we should score trailers before watching movies and then after watching movies <laughs> you know because i i'm trying i think 
my personal perspective, I'm trying to still watch talk about the trailer as a person who hadn't seen the movie yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even recognize that that guy, that man in that bathroom had no significance to me. True. I but, didn't even connect him to the earlier scene with him in it. And the thing is that a lot of the trailers we w- we're going to be doing We've already seen the films. Mm-hmm. It know? makes me... We need to throw in one we haven't seen every once in a while. Right. It, yeah. This is kind of an exception of we, we hadn't watched it. So a lot of times when we're going back to look at them, we're, we're looking at them for what was the quality mm-hmm. of the trailer after seeing the movie. How you know That's why we, we score them for what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so being that, I, ha- I have to ding it. Okay. Like, it no, just, that's fair. It makes sense. Like I will say, like for the the moviegoer, that and, and this is, I think just you're you're seeing it from one perspective, and I'm seeing it from the other perspective, and I think they're both valid. Is it? Yeah, because it's mean, like as someone who has no idea what the heck is going on, you don't understand the significance of it. But you're being like, our, oh, sorry, our usual perspective when viewing movies, which is we know everything, therefore yeah. you can't do that to us. Yeah, <laughs> you're and, watching and, out, and and so. It's it's the same thing with when uh, when we did. It's not not. It's a similar thing we did like Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's like we know those elves don't have any significance. <laughs> yeah. It's like why why are they dancing? You're right. Elves number one don't dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in Lord <laughs> hey, of the they Rings. They do dance. Not in Lord of the Rings. I saw hobbits dancing. In the books, they dance. Do they really? Well, not in the films. In okay. the books, the elves are the parties. They have oh. the parties. Well, yeah. Well, see, from what I know, mm-hmm. hobbits are the party animals. Yeah, they are. And, and everyone is. and you know we've seen them on top of tables and everything so that depiction was just it was it was off uh, and well we we talked about it in that in that trailer review but like in this yeah in this case you leave the trailer knowing something's gonna happen to her or or something or she does or at some point something happens to her where she, her, her appearance changes mm-hmm. um for whatever reason and and i think that that um you're protecting those that haven't seen it yet. Yeah, a little for bit. me, I was I'm like, "There's to. a blue bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I got from it. Yeah, so I. I I'm I curious. Had... What did I write in my? I didn't even write. Oh, I said I put man washing in sink, woman in the background, flashing lights. Wow. Okay. So, so absolutely no uh-huh. concept of what was going on there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, that's I, interesting. Okay, yeah. so we forgot to do it in the previous episode. What's your total score then? So what I gave it a four, a five, and a two. I do math four, five, two, eleven. Eleven. Okay, I gave it a thirteen. So we're staying in that range. I I we gotta find a bad one, man. Well, I mean, next on the dock it's Gladiator, right? I I think our scoring system doesn't allow to sometimes to uh, to give it to rate it too low because a lot of times the production quality is gonna be high, but then the yeah. the reveal is going to be low and then mm-hmm. in the end we're going to end up with with similar things but we can see specifically in which section it's lacking at least yeah maybe we should change it this is our podcast we could do whatever we want <laughs> yeah <laughs> we like can give them the all name. a's if we want <laughs> everything's perfect everyone everything's, gets b's everything is awesome <laughs> so so thank you thank you for all those awesome tidbits manny that was fun to learn a little bit about more of the film than just the film itself Candy man. candy man i i love the way they that rolls off your tongue candy man. when the way they say it in the film and can i, I blame christina aguilera for having the song candy, candy man? man and that's why candy i like to say man. it all the time really is that why yeah i will say that c- coming up soon in that in that new f- in the new film the way 
Coleman Domingo says Candyman. Ooh. He's the absolute coolest thing I've ever. But then again, he can, you know, he, he can say anything. He can narrate anything he wants. It's going to sound so freaking mm-hmm. cool. And if you haven't watched the trailer for the upcoming Candyman, which if this is out that Tuesday will be out this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, you, you got to watch it. And, and Colin Domingo is the narrator, the narrating voice of it, mm-hmm. telling the story. And it's just <laughs> don't so try. Cool. Don't try. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna ruin it. I'm gonna uh, end up ruining it. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so great. All right. We're th- so, uh, thanks if you made it this far. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us and giving us a listen. And uh, if you want to check out us on social media, we have our socials posted on the website. Um, but we are on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. <laughs> what is it the kids use these days, anyways? Everything. They use. They use. They use the TikTok. Talk tick tic tacs. Yeah, they do the dancing. <laughs> the dancing. They do the we dancing. do not have dances posted, so don't don't go looking for that. No dancing. Not yet. No, Ramses does not dance at the party. <laughs> uh, if you have a moment, we would really appreciate a rate. That'd be great. And if you have time to review, of course, that'd be awesome, too. I did not mean to make that whole thing rhyme. But, you know. She's a teacher. She did. Absolutely meant to do it. And on that note, ta-ta for now. See you later, alligators. After a while, crocodile. Uh huh. I was going to call them theater rats. <laughs> oh. <laughs>